This is the edition unfiltered podcast. I've come to know and understand that every voice is a unique blend of cultures, backgrounds, and experiences. And what I'd like to do in this episode is talk about the elephant or should I say the accent in the room? Let's talk about why I sound the way I sound. I'm sure there's a lot of wonder, a lot of theories and a lot of assumptions. So I'm going to put it all out there, put my stuff on the table. And if you if you like, have a seat and take away what's on the table. <laughs> wow, I can't believe I just came up with that. Sometimes I blow my own mind, you know? Anyway, I feel like I could be the chameleon of accents. If you can't already tell, I obviously have a mix of a bunch of different accents amalgamated in me. Maybe a smoothie with all the flavors blended just perfectly. So you see, I was born and raised in Kenya and I've lived in Kenya for 20 years. But for some strange reason, I don't have a Kenyan accent. Not even a hint of it. If you're wondering and you don't know what a Kenyan accent sounds like, I would suggest you Google it. Or if not, better yet, I have three people who are also from Kenya who have variations of the accent. I have Sid, Naili, and Meshvi that have been with me on the previous podcast episodes. So if you're interested, go ahead and listen. But yeah, I just, I don't know where I've gotten it from. And the thing is, my dad doesn't have this accent and he was born and raised in Kenya and he's lived in Kenya for half a century. My grandfather doesn't have this accent either and he was born and raised in Kenya as well and he still lives and he's 79. So I speak like this, obviously. My dad speaks, if I were to say what he sounds like, I would think he sounds like 0.1% the way I do. He doesn't have the complete Kenyan accent. He has hints of British in there as well. And my grandfather has a mix of Kenyan and British, but he sounds more Kenyan than the three of us do. But my sister, now she's interesting. She had a full-blown Kenyan accent and she no longer does because we moved to the States when she was 12 and now she's about to be 18. So it's completely understandable to assume how her experiences and her background and her culture here has completely changed the way that she speaks. But I have this, I think it's delightful, mixture of British, Kenyan and American accent. Let's go back to the analogy that I used in the beginning, a smoothie. And it's honestly just with a splash of this, a pinch of that, and a whole lot of what happened. And to decipher that question, I feel like we really need to go back into my past and figure out what and where this changed. Before we go down memory lane, let's talk about the pitfalls and the advantages of sounding the way I do. Now, you might think... You know, having a unique accent is a good thing. Well, yeah, I mean, you'd be half right. I really like the way that I speak. I mean, if I didn't, I wouldn't be hosting a podcast, right? I have to really like the way I sound for me to host a podcast and then listen to my own voice and edit it. I mean, can you imagine if I didn't like the way I spoke? Anyway, now that we've established how much I really like the way I sound, the other half of it is really complicated. It's it's complex because my accent has been the subject of a lot of, I wouldn't say bullying, but a lot of accusations that I'm faking the way that I speak or that I'm trying to be something that I'm not. And I completely understand because I kind of polarized classmates because half of them thought I had a British accent and the other half thought I had an American accent. And so it was really troubling, not just for them, but for me too, because I was really confused of what I sounded like. And now that I think about it, it's completely understandable why they thought that I was faking it or trying to be something that I'm not, because I didn't sound like everyone else. And so 
the most safest assumption is that I'm faking it. So what's what's going on? Where the hell did this come from? I didn't think about this then, but now we're going to take a step back. Or better yet, I think let's go back 20 years, which is as far as I can remember. The first memory I have of me speaking. And the first memory I have of anyone talking about the way that I speak. Let's put a pause on going back figuratively, but let's go back in someone else's words, if that makes sense. I was told when I was between the ages of one and five, I never spoke English. I only spoke Gujarati and Swahili. Gujarati is my mother tongue and it is an Indian dialect. Swahili is the national language in Kenya. And so it makes sense why those two languages were the first that I spoke. And so I only started speaking English once I got to year one, which is the first grade. And here is where I've kind of put two puzzle pieces together. So I didn't speak English before the age of five and I started speaking after the age of five. And obviously it that age, I had a lot of learning to do because I was essentially learning another language so late in, I wouldn't say so late, but later than usual. And so I learned how to talk English specifically from my cousins, particularly three of them who were from the UK and my aunt and uncle who were also from the UK. And all of these five people had a mix of British and Kenyan and more so British English. And I would spend majority of my young life with them. And I was so fascinated by the way they spoke. I would sit and listen to them for hours. They were honestly my idols. I look up to them and I still look up to them. You know, when you have those idols when you're younger, or these adults that you imagine yourself becoming like when you grow up. Well, I had these three people's image in my mind that I wanted to be. They had such a huge impression on me or in today's term, they were really my influences. And it makes sense that they had such a big, big imprint on the way that I spoke because I would speak English to them. I learned how to speak from them. So now that we figured out where the British part of my accent came from, well, that at least that's my theory. Let's talk about where the American side of the accent came from. This is obviously prior to me moving to the States. I really wrecked my brain, guys. I'm telling you, I thought about this for a long time. I sat down, I meditated my way back to when I was younger to figure out what influence that I had that was remotely a representation of anything American. And I came short of an answer except for one, which would be TV shows and movies. That wouldn't really make an impact on me because I started watching them when I was like 14. You know, that age when you find, or that age for us when we found out about the illegal websites that we could access to watch shows on. Obviously, this is pre-Netflix, Hulu, streaming service era. So I don't know, because if I take that into consideration, then I should have had the American accent after I was a teenager so when I was around 17 but by that time it would be it would be really stupid but I actually spoke this way even before so the American part of it remains a mystery to me I know I I understand the next logical question or the next logical statement is then you know what you probably didn't have an American accent you probably just had British and Kenyan yeah you know you'd be right I would say that's that's probably safe to assume but I have it on good authority that I had both I'm gonna tell you don't worry so I had cousins come from America and the UK to visit me both at different times but both I had never seen before in my life and the ones that came down from the UK said I had an American accent and they were wondering how I had the American accent. 
And the ones that came down from America said I had the British accent. And well, they, they weren't wondering where I got the British accent from because it was quite evident that a lot of the people around me also had a variant of the British accent in them. So now that we've established the American portion of it is going to remain a mystery, let's fast forward to now. I'm living in America and I've been living here for six years and my accent has definitely become a lot more complex than I would want it to be. And I think that in part is something that I can articulate because I remember distinctly the way I sounded before I came to the States to live here and the way I sound now. And I can tell you that there's a change. I think my accent has evolved. I think it's adapted. I, not evolves. I'm going to use the word adapted to the way people speak here. My cousins here, when I first moved, would I would say things like, I'm not going to talk to you. Now I say things like, I'm not going to talk to you. You can hear the difference there. And it's not just my cousins that I feel the, the difference in. Other people, I wouldn't say make fun of me. Okay, but here's an example. I think we need to digress for a second. So I bought these really nice shoes from Nike. And they turned out to be a size bigger. So I had to return them. And I had to go to the UPS store to do so. So I went in and I gave the shoes to the guy with the return label. And he asked me what's in the box and where is it going? And I said, I'm not sure where it's going, but they're Nike shoes. So I'm assuming they're going back to Nike. And he was like, I'm sorry, what? And I said, you know, they're running shoes, Nike. And he's like, do you mean Nike? And I was like, yeah, that's what I mean. And there was somebody else working there as well. And so they looked at each other and laughed. And he said, I'm so sorry, I don't mean to laugh, but we've never heard anyone's say that say Nike the way you did and I don't know if I don't want to say it was embarrassing and I don't want to say it was a silly moment but it was one of those things where I was well I not left out but I was kind of looked foolish and I put that in quotes because I don't think there's a that's the right term here but you know I I I know you know that I said it the way that it's said everywhere else but the two that worked at the UPS didn't know that there was another version of saying Nike but yeah, so sometimes I'll say Nike, sometimes I'll say Nike, which is why I say my accent has adapted. When I'm speaking to people from the States, my accent becomes very different to when I'm speaking to my sister or my dad or my mom or anyone else from anywhere else. It's not the same. And here's where I actually mean and believe that if I was a chameleon, I would be a chameleon of accents because my accent changes depending on who I'm talking to. Not just my accent, but my voice changes too. And I've noticed this. I become more American and I still have words that I refuse to say differently. Like I will never say water. I'll say water. That's one thing. First of all, I love the way that I say that word. Secondly, it just it just sounds better like that. That's just how it's supposed to be. I'm never going to say aluminum. I'm going to say aluminium. That's not going to... I'm never going to say... No, I'm sorry. I'm never going to say trunk. I'm going to say booth. There's just a lot of things that I'm just, I'm not, I'm not going to say the way that it's said here, but in terms of just not the way I say the words, but the speaking, the voice, the, the rhythm of the way the words come out of my mouth changes. I think rhythm is, is more accurate. But when I'm talking to my sister, it, I think it becomes more primal. It becomes more of the way I sounded back home. If I speak to my friends as well, it sounds a lot like it did back home. So chameleon, shapeshifter, whatever it is, but I definitely think that I've become really good at adapting to who I'm speaking to. And now, thanks to Sindhu. So now when I'm saying words differently every time that I speak and somebody asks me why I'm changing my accent or am I trying to fit in, my response is, 
No, I grew up in a multilingual country. I speak more than one language. I learned to speak English in different parts of the world and therefore my accent can change on its own. So, you know, in conclusion, now that we've established that I have a lot of cousins, all of who have influenced me in some sort of way, we can get to the main point, which is my accent is a very funny thing. It's a mixture of cultures, experiences, influences, and it's honestly a reminder that we're all really unique and our accents really reflect who we are and where we come from and the experiences we've had. So embrace your accent, embrace the quirks, embrace the individuality it brings because, you know, after all, variety is the spice of life and our accents are the perfect seasoning. 